Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims so keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, a very bright-eyed, very bushy-tailed, because we're coming into spring. It'll be lovely for about a week, and then it'll turn to shit again. But why should we be negative? The year is rapidly disappearing. We've got nothing but arguments. We've got a shit government. I'll cut me wrist and say good morning, gorilla. Jesus Christ, the show's nearly over. You've done it again. You're not bad, are you? Oh, oh terrific. I was feeling that I've got to string him, uh, string him his string. <laughs> <laughs> I, was looking, I was looking at string beam. Sure, sure, it's not a rope. <laughs> I probably haven't got a string in me step, but I've got a spring in me step, and I was looking at my old mate string beam. Good morning, listeners, and good morning, string beam. Good morning. Uh, and <laughs> glad to hear that you've got me in your step or something or other. But um, RDO tomorrow, why are we so down? Come on, fellas. Yeah, come up. on. Come on. I was talking to one of the comrades the other day on the job, and he's been around as long as I have. And um, when we didn't have any RDOs, and we didn't have any sheds, and we didn't have we didn't have boots, we didn't have overalls, and we didn't have hollow pain, we didn't have everything. And we said, what a great industry this is. Only if these young blacks actually realise how good we've got it now. And it's been a lot of struggle along the way, but, mate, it is a great industry. Warren? It is a great industry, and you don't exactly volunteer to leave it. You're usually dragged out kicking and screaming, because however much you complain, we all love it. Exactly. And uh, that is, in fact, in spite of all the people like Malcolm Turnbull and Nigel Hadgkiss and everyone else who wants to basically make it a miserable place, we have got on with things and we have maintained standards over the years and that means if your e- company hasn't renewed your EBA... They're, they're rats. They're rats. That's right. But anyway, just quickly, we should just mention, as we did last week, that the new parliament, the newly elected parliament of Australia, was having its first meeting in the last week 
and we sort of predicted uh, what might be happening, what might not be happening. Nobody predicted that the first time they really had a vote on the floor of Parliament, the Turnbull government lost it. They were having a few beers or something, weren't they? What happened? Oh, I don't know what they were doing, but uh, might have been that that Minister of Im- Immigration, uh, Peter Dutton, was out uh, consoling himself about losing his uh, case in the High Court of Australia, which the MUA won and uh, actually got uh, Mr Dutton's decision to overturn, bringing... Uh, non-visa workers into Australia and using them in the offshore industry to cut wages and conditions. They lost the case. So maybe things aren't all bad. Poor that, Potato Head. Got a feel yeah. for him. And they're supposed to be steering the country, aren't they, shit garters? Well, the, the TV coverage I saw looked like Malcolm was chewing on his mobile phone as he wondered where the hell his supporters were. I think, Malcolm, you should realise there ain't too many supporters among your side, son. I don't like you. <laughs> Neither do we. You're on your own. I hope Lucy loves you. It's pretty good, isn't he? He had the first three bills lined up, all union-busting bills. And it's right, oh, first week in Parliament, we're going to go straight after the unions. Yeah. And look at him. What a mess. <laughs> yes, but nevertheless, the legislation has been introduced and they are going after us. That makes it even more imperative for people to get on with getting their new EBAs because... What will happen if the legislation is passed, and it is held to be retrospective, uh, there will be problems, but even if it is simply a case that you get your new EBA after the legislation is passed, means that you will have difficulty getting and keeping all the stuff you've got now, including the RDO calendar. But why would we be surprised in all of this that the bottom end of the market one of the less attractive sectors of the industry, want to make a fight of it. I'm talking about the Demo Contractors Association of Victoria. Ain't too many left in the association, but they're loyal to the MBA and they've proposed a new agreement which is going to freeze all allowances for the next three years. Now, given the importance of the demolition disability allowance in the wages of uh, members working in the demolition uh, sector, it is fairly significant that they're going to freeze the demo allowance, according to them, at a rate that was actually more than 18 months old. So it's 18 months old and they're going to freeze it for another three years. Gee whiz. We're talking about some of the richest contractors in in the construction this year. We're talking about Bernie Lean, owns half of Geelong. Yes. Um, and obviously not in that department. We've got Delta on board, but young Con, he, he would be short of a shilling, would he, old Con? Owns a little bit of the Western District, but. Uh, owns half uh, of Victoria. Uncle Con is. He's, no, he's on board. He's, he's on, on board. board. He saw the light, Uncle Con. But unfortunately, all the other contractors in the area Bernie Lean and Sons, City Circle, Rafferty's, Industrial uh, Demolition, all these people have decided they are going to be the standard bearers of a campaign to beat the union at one of the most difficult sectors of the industry, where the shitbags who come in and out of the industry, rip everyone off and disappear, is just a day-to-day proposition. These people have made a lot of money over a long period of time, and they're whinging that they're not making enough. 
But anyway, demolition Dem- workers yep. are going to have to take it into their hands and get on with uh, struggling to protect their wage and conditions because it's not just in relation to the demo allowance but a number of other areas where their original proposal, as drawn up by the MBA, involved a complete demolition uh, disability allowance uh, withdrawal from all of the areas outside the CBD. Now, they've relented on that a little bit, but they're still going for broke. How much is enough? Well, when you want to go to, to Africa and shoot lions, I suppose you've got to pay for it somehow. Oh, not one of them, is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Fuck around. You didn't tell me about that one. Where's the and photos? Where's the photos? And He's not a dentist, is he? What about that wanker? Anyway. Mate, what are they thinking? Jeez, everyone... Oh, please. You never know. You might. You always live in hope that the lions will even up. I know he's headed um, like on the wall. <laughs> it wouldn't be the lions either. <laughs> But the uh, situation is that our good friends uh, in the Demo Contractors Association have decided to be General Custer. And I'm afraid you're surrounded by the Indians. But we won't go on with that. Just sufficient to say to everyone in the industry, lots and lots of people are negotiating in good faith and producing results. And our members are happy that their wages and conditions are being protected. But there are some people that live not in the 20th century, but still back in the 19th. Anyway, cheerio to all the Demo Contractors Association members, the whole four of you. <laughs> right <laughs> And next time, let us know when you want to hire that uh, phone box for your meetings. Yes, indeed. We could do a deal with them, couldn't we? Oh, look, phone box at a cut price rate for them. They're so poor. Righto, let's just move on to another... <laughs> Employer who's absolutely going broke at 100 million light years a second, absolutely struggling to survive, CUB. Now, things are just going... The only part of the biggest liquor uh, conglomeration in the bloody world, and they're sucking up about what they pay their demo people... uh, Sorry, demo... their, Their maintenance people... I'm obsessed with demo at the moment. And your mobile. Turn it off. Yes. Uh, hello to George out there. Uh, the thing is that our good friend CUB want a blue on, and now they're taking uh, the step of threatening legal action against oh, everybody. As they do. As they do. Good on them. They've gone to, who do they go to when they want to break a union? Free Hills. Cheerio oh, to all those no. down at Free Hills. Free Hills. Hey, who hey, isn't the name up and lights with those shit bags, eh? Free hey. Hills, please. So cheerio to Free Hills, cheerio to CUB. The beer will be going up soon then. The boys are still outside, all the ETU, AMWU members who were terminated and booted out of uh, CUB, whose wages and conditions are under threat. If they uh, don't agree to uh, go back on those shit conditions, they're going to be in a situation where they're going to be locked out forever. Now, small victory this week, though. Programs ran away. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> made, made a commercial decision. Yeah. <laughs> made a commercial decision. Well, it was right after it turned out those the EBA they tried to put the new people on uh, was signed off by two casuals who had no idea what they were signing and were only there for about three days. So it was, once, they, once they got caught out on that one, I think they, uh, the writing was on the wall and off they went. Oh, dear. Good bloody riddance to them. Poor old Gary Woodburn. You come over here to bust the unions. 
Woodcock, we call him. <laughs> anyway, cheerio to Gaz. Uh, I think you'll be leaving soon if you haven't already left and you'll be heading for some other poor country who are going to cop it in their liquor industry as you try to maximise the money. Well, there's, there's, there's going to be work for Gary ahead. Don't you worry about that, Warren. There's the, Ab, the Sab Miller and AB InBev merger, the two biggest breweries in the world, are merging together, and they've announced they're going to shed 3% of their jobs, 6,600 jobs to go. So Gary will have another... Um, another know, bonus to earn. <laughs> well, yeah, a few more jobs to do there. So uh, get ready for the next fight wherever you are. You'll end up being a parking inspector this shit, Carter. <laughs> Anyway, more misery on the punters. Cheerio to all the people down on the CUB picket line, all the ETU and AMWU members and all the people who can get down there and show support and give support, please do so. Now, we might cut to a track. And this is Roy Orbison. Hey, have you run this past the committee? You nodded your head. Didn't have your glasses on, but you nodded your head. This is Roy Orbison, and this is this is dedicated. This is dedicated to all the uh, demo contractors out there, running scared. Roy the boy. Roy the boy, and cheerio to all our mates at the DCAV. Now, we should just mention at this point the highly successful Camo Dinner, which was last weekend, and uh, a big success. New venue at Flemington, the Atrium at Flemington. Very nice venue. No longer do you feel like you're in some kind of Führer bunker where you've got no light, no air, and uh, the air conditioning's not on. Well, goodbye to Mooney Valley. See you later. Geez, we've learned hard lessons from Mooney Valley from the picnic to that. Apparently, we've been going there nine years and they'd booked someone else in the low life. Well, they shouldn't have done that. It's like going on holidays. But they've done it's us a, a favour. They've done us a bloody favour. It's the same thing when we left for the picnic. It was a nightmare. Yeah. So yeah. That, that joint's a shit hole. And anyway, we've moved on to Caulfield and they're two great decisions. Indeed. So it was I, was, t- t- I was at Caulfield last Saturday. That wasn't a great decision, I'll tell you. No. <laughs> right, we should just mention it was, in fact, the 10th anniversary of John Cummins' passing. And the committee have done an absolutely top job over the 10 years. And when you actually listen to how much money had been raised and, and how it had been put to good use with helping those who were suffering brain tumours and helping their families, helping young people with their education and so on. It's an absolute uh, absolute credit to Di Cummins and all the committee and how, 
how well they've done, just I don't think is appreciated yet. Anyway, we should move on because when it comes to... Hey, could I just jump in? I'd like to spend it. Who, who would stop you? Well, only you. But That's mean, right. But special cheerio to all those blue baggers out there. Oh, what a <laughs> bunch of shit carters. Oh, I tell you what, it is magnificent, right? Hey, at least we could only won three games this year. What a way to finish the season off beating Carlton. Eh? They were talking about two wins in a row. They had a, a Friday night turn. They are all big known. Oh, we'll finish the season off beating Essen. Mate, we are going for percentage in the end, the old Mighty Bombers. Oh, mate, there's a couple of little soldiers out there that are really down and out. Just bad luck. And a special cheerio to Reese Jones. Oh, please. <laughs> Suki Lala. The old wooden spoon sander out there. Uh, right. Now, if you don't think that was slightly vindictive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, mate, it's been, it's been four years of misery and you get a little bit of joy in your life, you've got to take advantage of it. That's called putting the boot in and then stomping on their heads as well. Anyway, cheerio to all the uh, football fans because obviously this weekend there's been bugger all football. Which yeah. is, oh, no, 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 the VFL, Port Melbourne's yeah, yeah, playing, Port yeah, Melbourne's playing. but in terms playing. of the VFA, uh, VFL, uh, <laughs> AFL, sorry, the situation is you rev everyone up to the end of the season then you stop it halfway through. It is a bit... Strange. Stupid, and just just on that, you might if you're watching the game today, the mighty bar is playing Sandringham, and uh, you might just see a little bit of advertising signs around the ground promoting the old concrete gang. We've gone up, boys, but we're in the big league here. That's right. Now we well, should just talk about is that. It big listener spike next week. Look yeah, out! Exactly. Right. We need to mention uh, our good friends CBI Chicago Bridge. Now, for anyone who has been around the metal maintenance and shutdown uh, area for any length of time... Yeah, I have never heard of them. Chicago Bridge CBI absolutely got a reputation of uh, basically unmatched by anyone in that sector. All the prosecutions, 76 people prosecuted over in Western Australia, all the rest of it. So we're in a situation where CBI have got a long and disreputable career and now, along with Exxon, they've decided to demand the police records of everyone on their site down at Longford. Now, was there any discussion? Was there any protections for privacy? It's all sounding like the D-cell all over again. Just to remind people, our good friends uh, who were involved in the D-cell subcontracted out to a certain party from Tasmania all the all the information about the people working on the job everything about them uh, who then they then took it and put it over in some uh, computer server over in the Netherlands and there was a huge case huge issues involved about the the breaches of the privacy law and all the rest of it now you would think having gone through all that with these and some of the same people are involved in both jobs, you would be a little bit careful before you start floating people's employment records, police records, etc., etc., all round the place with no security and no discussion. And guess what? We've got a problem. Ground control from Major Tom. I think you've stuffed it up again. So CBI, Exxon doing what they do so well, 
They make all sorts of security claims. They make all sorts of uh, statements about being good employers and being concerned about uh, welfare, etc., etc. And what do they do? They start attacking people's basic human rights. And people who might have some marital problems which may have come to the notice of the police, suddenly that becomes public knowledge, etc., etc. You did something when you were a kid, children's court is now becomes matter of public knowledge. I think this has got a long way to go before it's finished. Anyway, we should move on to some local job news. And more and more companies behaving like the Chinese Communist Party, aren't they, really? You mean John Holland? <laughs> They're all, they must be sending the, their learnings over from uh, <laughs> information gathering. Yes. Yeah, boys, come on. Let's get that some local stuff. Come on. Local come stuff. On, snap and, in the, come on, mate. And you, I you think uh, there's been a few matters out at the Chadston Shopping Centre, one of the biggest jobs in Melbourne, which should be reported on. There has, uh, young Warren, there was a, a nasty accident on, uh, I think it was Monday of this week, and... Uh, after all the punters out there, you understand when they, they build these shopping centres now, they build these massive atriums and all the shops in there and glass roofs and all that. And there's a, the, the brothers were installing uh, the glass in the, in the roof and there's a massive birdcage scaffold was built right up to the top and all that. And you, uh, what normally happens on the top deck, they, uh, he won't turn his phone off, really unbelievable. So they have a, normally the, the deck's sort of all at one level, but there's always the standards that, that where you splice them together, stick, stick through it on, on the corners. And one of the boys slipped and, uh, the standard went up his anus. So it was a very, uh, very bad accident. Um, I, I, mean, I actually only happened to get there five minutes before it happened, but, Look, it was uh, one of those accidents you think, geez, how did that happen? But it's just one of those things, and it was a, a very serious accident. And out of all that, uh, what we learnt was, well, the training the training that our members have had, the first aid guys that were there that were up there um, you know, helping him out, making him feel comfortable before the ambulance and fire brigade got there, and plus the recovery, things they had in place was second to none. And I put down that, the great job the training unit do, because all those blokes were being trained up in, in numerous courses. The fire brigade got there, and obviously the fire brigade, the police, and you wouldn't believe you wouldn't believe it. Worksafe got there. You wouldn't believe that, would you? Worksafe were there. That's another story. Well, they just happened to be shopping at Chadston at the time, didn't exactly. they? Exactly. Um, but anyway, so look, and, and it did take a, it was a difficult position to get him out of, and it took a while to get him out, and they had to put him in the crane box to get him down and all that sort of stuff. But look, the fire brigade and the ambulance men were very um, spoke highly of, of the members that were there helping them out because they did a really good job, and I was very proud to be a union member that day to see how how well they'd been trained and how how good a job, no panic, just getting one of our brother our injured brothers out. So look, out of the bad thing that was good. Um, Matthew's still in the hospital. I think he's had a couple of operations, and we haven't been in the, able to. He doesn't want to take visitors at the moment, so we haven't been in the scene. But to Matthew from Century Glass, we we wish him the best and all that. And uh, the boys have got together and, and trying to help him out over his recovery. So look, it's it's a bad thing, and but look, I, I think he's going to be all right. As I said, he's had a couple of operations, but we just hope hope for the best for Matthew. And special cheer out of Century Glass and Matthew's family, and, and hopefully it's all uh, you know, all. all you know, it turns out all right, but it was a great lesson about training and making sure that we've got the right people on the job for when those things happen, they can recover our members. So cheerio to all the uh, the boys out there who uh, responded to the incident promptly and effectively. Well done. But well, I've got to, can I say this? Yep. At, I don't want to take it, you know, 
But, you know, the police were there wanting to interview them all straight away and we had work safe. Well, you know, you got, I mean, when members see something like that, it's not a pleasant thing. You know, blood everywhere and, 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 and you're obviously distressed. And I, I like the, the ambulance hadn't been left. We had the coppers there wanting to interview him, work safe. This bloke, I don't know, the new thing with work safe, kept showing us his badge. I was going to say, bash your bag up, badge up your ass, but probably inappropriate after what happened. But anyway, so it's, it's amazing. And, and we had someone, what was the name that later at the union office, at the union meeting, telling us how things are going to change at work safe? Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what, she made, G'day, some, big, made some great statements there. But I mean, um, I can't see any difference. I mean, that, they come on those sort of things, but around around that area, we've got jobs with panels falling over and all sorts of things happening and uh, unsafe work situations. And you, can you get work safe there? Not in your life. Yes, indeed. The uh, problems with work safe continue, and there have been some absolute shockers uh, in recent times. And we've got a um, uh, condolences to send to, to Bill Oliver and his family. Bill lost his. Uh, his lovely mother during the week had to actually fly Scotland. I think it must have obviously been sudden. Uh, but he managed to get there in time to see his mother before she passed away, 97 years of age. So to Bill and his family, Bill uh, Oliver, the ex-secretary, uh, the concrete gang, the union like to send their condolences out to your family. Indeed, Bill. Righto, uh, we'll cut straight to the uh, scallywags of. Oh, we got enough time? Well... Bernie Lean and Sons and the rest of the DCAV, the uh, Concrete Pumpers uh, Association, oh, yeah. another, another absolute pack of luminaries. You can't buy a wheelbarrow in Melbourne at the moment because unless they lift their game, we'll be wheeling all the concrete in next week. Indeed. Now, there's a couple here, Massbuilt, oh. and, and their good friends from WorkSafe who say despite the issue of pin notices on a job in Footscray, keep working. Now, sorry, there's a pin notice, says you're not allowed to do X, but continue with production because you've got a whole week to fix it up. Well, if it's so important as to require a pin notice, why are you getting a week to fix it up? (laughs) There you go. That's my whole, yeah, sums everything up. NBA right. there as well, the NBA safety bloke backing them up. Yeah. And oh. don't, don't worry that your site's covered in raw sewage. You can, you can, as long as they don't have to walk through it, that's fine. As long as shit everywhere, that's okay. Well, come on, we've got to come up with a decision. We're running C- out of time. CBI and Exxon, yep. for that little thing. And the Sookie Lala of the week, Downer and Mamut, because they didn't like the fact that nah. we highlighted their little disaster. And apparently, apparently, uh, Kaylee's have rang in. They, they, they reckon they got mentioned a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if that was right. He was sooking about being mentioned. So he's a sook- on the sookie la-la list, Phil. Yep. On you, Phil. And mm. last but not least, Kane Construction had to be dragged and kicking and screaming to actually negotiate in accordance with the law of the country. Who we got? And they're still stuffing around. I'm going Bernie Lean Sons. Right, oh, Bernie Lean Sons, Bernie. hands down. And Downer because you got yourself into the mess up in Buddy... Uh, Outback, uh, Western... Closely followed by Kayleys. Closely followed by Kayleys. Okay, we're going to go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. struggle. Dare to win. If you don't fight, you lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. Enjoy your audio.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.